You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Shopping for a great gift for the guys in your life is hard. Mack Weldon has you covered. From their perfect-fitting underwear and socks with real silver woven into the fabric to keep him cool and fresh all day, to their amazing ace sweatpants that look so good he can wear them to the office, a gift from Mack Weldon will have him looking and feeling his best. This year, gift-giving for the guys in your life just got solved. Get 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com, promo code WIRED. That's 20% off at MacWeldon.com, promo code WIRED. Hello, I'm Nicholas Thompson, the editor-in-chief of Wired. The most interesting thing in tech, Facebook and political ads, yet again. Mark Zuckerberg went on, did an interview with Gail King of CBS This Morning, where he defended them, where he stood by Facebook's very controversial position that they should run political ads, and that politicians should be allowed to say false things in them. His argument is that political speech should be protected, and that the public has the right to know what politicians want to say, and also that it's hard for Facebook to be in the business of deciding what is true and what is not true. I'm going to say four things about this. This is a debate that's been rehashed quite a bit. First of all, I think it's weird that Facebook keeps putting Mark Zuckerberg out there. He's getting better as a public speaker. He's getting more comfortable. He's not great at it, though. He's not particularly popular at this moment. I don't know why Facebook just doesn't keep its head down. Secondly, in this conversation about political ads, it's important to remember that if Facebook were to ban political ads... That would dramatically change the odds that Trump wins in 2020 because Donald Trump is the master of Facebook political ads. That is largely, I think, why he won the last election cycle. To the extent Facebook deserves credit or blame for his victory, it's not because of the Russian manipulation or the fake news. It's because he used the platform so well and entirely legally for his campaign. So that is important context. It is also true, though, that one's position on whether Facebook should allow political ads should have nothing to do with current politics. It's a much bigger issue, so let your feelings about Donald Trump go to the side when you think about this issue. Third thing I'm going to say about political ads is that Facebook's reading of the First Amendment 
seems a little perverse and upside down here. What they're essentially saying is that politicians should have rights that the public does not have. They should have the right to lie in ads, but the public shouldn't have that right. Because remember, if you post something false on Facebook, Facebook can slow down the rate at which it's shared, or they can put a label on it saying that this information is false. If you lie about another business, that's problematic. So in a very weird way, false political speech is given priorities above public speech. And the last thing I'll say is this. Actually, political ads, I think, in general, are good for democracy. They're good for upstart campaigns. They're a way that people can challenge incumbents. I am generally in favor of political ads. So my position, net-net, is that Facebook should have political ads. They should just police them the same way they police other content on the platform, whether it's business ads or news stories. And if something's false, they should tag it that way, they should demote it, or maybe, in certain cases, they should ban it. All right, this is an important issue. It's not going to go away and is the most interesting thing in tech today. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.